Welcome citizens, you're listening to New Amsterdam Radio, the podcast for creatives. Here, thinkers and doers always have a key to the city. The mayor is in, so office hours start now. New Amsterdam Radio starts now. The mayor, Global Boys, in the mayor's office. This is where I tell you guys to follow the show, like, comment, subscribe, but I, I got something on my mind, something I want to share with you. Um, among many other projects that I'm working on, on a personal level, I get to collaborate with a couple of friends of mine every Tuesday on Spotify. We get to get together shows called Mac Mania. We cover the highs and lows of the week of professional wrestling. And I love it because it's not just a bunch of uh, jaded fans just going through recaps and rundowns and saying, what's wrong with this match? I hate this match. It's a couple guys getting together like how you would at a barbershop or the cookout. It's basically the one of the first and only morning show formats for professional wrestling. And I love it because I love pro wrestling. I'm a firm believer that it is a modern interpretation of Shakespeare's theater in the round. And I challenge anyone to dispute that. Now, why am I going through all that mess, confessing my love for professional wrestling? Because to me, it should be common knowledge. You guys know me. I love the wrestling arts and sciences. But my guest, Marie Shadows, is also in that space. She has built her own platform, her own podcast, where she gets to recap shows in her own fresh perspective and way and sit down and have interviews with cool people in that wrestling space. She had her dream drop, quote unquote, and it was ended prematurely, but she was able to, as they say, dig deep to make it work for her. And I was so inspired. So I was so glad to sit down with Marie Shadows. But before I get to that, here's that part I was telling I was going to get into. Yes, New Amsterdam Radio is part of the New Amsterdam Network. Make sure you check out all the different shows on the New Amsterdam Network by visiting newamsterdam.com. That's K-N-E-W Amsterdam.com. And if you're on your favorite podcast device, just plug in New Amsterdam Entertainment and all the different podcasts will pop up. We're talking about this show, talking about After Hours, we're talking about Commander's Log, the Star Trek show, uh, Drinked in Gold, and of course, Flobo Sauter Netflix. Newamsterdam.com, that's the website you want to go. But without any further ado... My chat with Marie Shadows. Welcome back to New Amsterdam Radio Podcast for Creators. It is I, the mayor, global voice in the mayor's office with someone who is a kindred spirit because we both like the wrestling arts and sciences, but she does a lot more than that. We'll get into it. Please welcome Marie Shadows to the show. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Thank you for I, having me. I'm great. Thank you for being available to be on New Amsterdam Radio, the podcast for creatives. And I love the fact that we are like fans of wrestling. I don't know about you, but I remember we used to get like made fun of for doing that back in the day. Yeah. Um, I grew up with uh, having like a bully and stuff like that. And, um, you know, but later on we became friends because we found a common interest and it was wrestling. So like she stopped bullying me after we found out that we were both wrestling fans. Um, I was always like the one girl in the family that was like wrestling everything, you know. So, yeah, yeah. I had that. <laughs> what, what was it? What was your wrestler? Do you mind? Do you have one, or it was kind of like you like the whole idea of the sport? Or uh, so it started with um, my dad who got me into wrestling. Uh, he started me on like the old tapes, so like NWA, IWA, Mid South, like really old school stuff. So he brought me to really like Ric Flair and like you know Ricky Steamboat and Dusty and like the Von Erics. So like I have a really deep knowledge of like old school and then all the yeah. way to now. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, so when you were a kid and you in the, had that little exchange with your bully, did you guys have a particular wrestler you guys both liked? Or just kind of like, oh, you watched it, I watched it, it's just cool? I think it was uh, more of a, we both watched it and it, it was cool. Um, I sort of forgot like the interaction we had, but I know that we squashed it because oh, we talked about wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I too was bullied, so I'm always like to hear how how that have how you get out of that, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. But but jumping ahead because I think it's pretty cool. This is really the reason why I reached out to you is that you know people dream about or people think about working for a company that does that professional wrestling, but you actually did it. You actually had a chance to work with WWE. For those who are unfamiliar, it's basically the top flight promotion uh, on the planet when it comes to this particular art form. What was the experience like? Um, I really enjoyed it for the three months that I was there. Um, I did not get to be in the department that um, I wanted to be in, but at least I got my foot in the door. And I got my foot in the door because um, I used to work for a company called Spyscape here in New York. So my coworker knew one of the hiring managers over at WWE and they were friends. So I kept talking about wrestling and she introduced me to the hiring manager. We talked for a little bit. Um, I basically set my application in again um, got the interview, uh, did the interview, uh, went on the train, uh, the Metro North to go to Connecticut, walked my ass all the way to the, in the summer, um, to, to the production, uh, place for this interview, uh, yeah. sat down, got the interview, got the job. And then like three months in, I worked on the WWE network when okay. originally I wanted to be a writer cause I have a writing degree, but you know, it, at least it worked out. Yeah, did you commute every day to Connecticut? Yeah, did you move up there? I did. What? <laughs> um, see, if, if I would have stayed longer, um, I would have um, moved to Connecticut to make things easier. Um, yeah. I do not drive. Uh, that's one of the perks of being in New York City. Sometimes yeah. you don't really drive. Um, but as long as there was a train, um, I woke up like every day, like at four o'clock, just to get on the train by like five thirty-six to get there by like eight o'clock in the morning. Um, but I don't regret it because it's the one thing that I love. So I didn't treat it as like, oh my God, I have to go. You know, I yeah. treated it as this is what I love. I finally got it. You know, uh, my dad was extremely happy that I got it. And it's my, it was my dream since seven, since I was seven. Yeah, that 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 to me just says like the resolve there. You know, a lot of people say, "What does it take to follow a dream?" But getting on a train at before dawn, that, that dang, you know, respect, yeah. man. <laughs> uh, so you, you said it lasted three months, and for whatever reason, it didn't work out the way you planned. But I, I gotta ask you this because when I started in entertainment, one of the cool things I wanted to do was be part of an entertainment company. I worked for Fox for about a year and a half. I was an American Idol. I thought that I was pretty much that until they let me go, and I had this moment of like, "Well, dang, what now? What next?" I mean, was that similar for you? Was it a little different? What was your experience like when you guys decided um, to part ways? Yeah, um, it was it was the same experience that you had. You're sort of questioning yourself, like. What do I do now? Like, you know, do I go back to the workforce to get like a regular nine to five job when you just experience your childhood dream coming true for like three months? Um, so, you know, after a while, um, I believe, yeah, I, I did go back to get another regular job. But in the process of all that, um, I decided a year later, because I got let go in 2018, a year later, 2019, I decided to start my podcast. Um, and yeah. that's all thanks to um, the really bad ending to uh, Hell in a Cell in October of 2019. <laughs> yes, um, yes, yes. <laughs> and that was that was the the start date for when I started my podcast. 
Uh, for those who are not familiar with professional wrestling, basically a Hell in a Cell match is designed to have a winner. And this particular match was a referee stoppage. And so a lot of us were just upset. But continue. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and that's exactly what it was. I was upset and I was like, I'm going to do this podcast episode. And bam, um, my podcast in the beginning wasn't perfect. Um, but now, you know, having it two years later, um, you know, I learned a lot of things. Um, I'm a lot more uh, collaborative and like social wise. Uh, than I was like a couple years ago. Yeah, yeah. So wait, step back. So you you're sitting at home. You got the feelings. You got the the spark and the energy there. A lot of people would have said, "I'm fired up. Call a couple friends and call it a day." But you decided to build a platform. I mean, what yeah. made you decide this was the time for you to do it now? Um, just because I still had the passion for wrestling. Uh, thank God, you know, um, getting let go from WWE didn't destroy that. Cause there, mm -hmm. there are times where like people would be like, you know, so defeated that like, you know, they got let go from their childhood dream that kind of messes with them. Yeah. But no, like the passion was still there and um, I was still involved behind the scenes on the independence and stuff. So like, I wanted to build a platform for the independent scene to like showcase the up and coming like wrestlers, whether that is helping them by uh, recording their matches and giving it to them because sometimes it takes like a while for them to get their matches back. And they mm -hmm. need this for like promoters and they need this for like good uh, having highlights and stuff. So if I was there, I'll just do it out of courtesy. Like I'll just be like, hey, you know, we're buddies. Let me just record your match for you. I got you. Here you go. Um, mm -hmm. It was more for like, you know, getting fired up to still help the wrestling scene, even though like, you know, I could not I, I, I couldn't basically like not do that, you know? Yeah, so let's talk about it. The Squared Circle Podcast, two years in the game, which is, I don't mean this with any hint of heart sarcasm because everyone does like two episodes and they quit. Two years is a long time to have a consistent content beast fed. Uh, yes. Talk to me about that grind, about making sure you have content, about building your platform and that. So basically wrestling gives you content no matter what. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it gives you content. And I, I approach podcasting in a different way because um, – you know, I never really looked into podcasting. I never looked up videos of like how to do podcasting, how to like, you know, do your notes or whatever. But because I like note taking, um, I basically study the matches. I break down matches like no one else. So what I do is that like, you know, there's other podcasters out there that will just say like, oh, this segment, you know, wasn't no good. And that's it. Me, True. I'm like, all right cool, the segment wasn't good, but let's make it better. And I include ideas and suggestions on how to make it better. Um, mm -hmm. And I always give my opinion of like, okay, you could have went into, you know, um, route A rather than just doing what you did. So I break down these matches to the best of my ability and give these really big ideas of like, it could have been turned into this. So for example, right, um, currently, we're dealing with like Ruby Soho coming into AEW and she was hot, mm -hmm. right? She won the Casino Battle Royale and I was like, "All right, cool. You she won the she won the Battle Royale. She's pushed into uh the main event scene very hot and then she comes off of a loss from Britt Baker and then all of a sudden there's this cool down. I honestly don't like cool downs because then you're stopping the momentum, right? Sure. So I was like, instead of saying that that was bad, what I did was I gave an idea I was like, all right, cool. So Ruby Soho is on this cool down and, and this is how you can help her get that momentum back, right? Because now that uh, Thunder Rosa has her foundation with Britt Baker, 
Ruby Soho has her foundation with Britt Baker, they can become a team. They become an ally because they have a common enemy. The common okay. enemy is Britt Baker. So why not have them as a tag team for a little bit to take out Jamie uh, Hayter and uh, Rebel, right? To take out the, the goons. So that right. way it could be eventually a triple threat match to see who is really the AEW Women's Champion because there's no outside outside interference. Right. So that's something how you can keep Ruby's momentum rather than bam, she comes in for the casino battle royale, wins it, um, has a match against Britt, loses, cool down, and what? What like really she's building up her wins again? Like, no, keep that momentum, team her with Thunder Rosa, have a triple threat, and then you could go from there from a cool down. And that's right. what I do with my podcast episodes, and that's why I don't lose content. I do get burned out. I do get burned out, or we'll probably touch that. But I don't lose content in what I can talk about because those are some of the ideas and examples I give on my podcast on how to improve the product, how to improve wrestling overall. Because I just love it. I don't want wrestling to like die out or whatever. I want wrestling to succeed. Oh, absolutely. So you touched upon a lot of things there, but let's let's talk about burnout first, right? Yeah. Week in, week out, this show's a weekly show. Like I know there's sometimes we're kind of like, man, how am I gonna make this work? Or maybe you go, you know what? I, I have these ideas in my head, but I'm not motivated to put on the record button. How do you power through those kind of, of time periods? Um, there was a time period where I had to stop basically. Um, mm -hmm. because I was getting burnt out, I was ranting too much because like there are certain things that I see outside the box. Uh, just because I'm standing on the outside of everything and I'm not really inside of certain things. And like, sometimes it just feels like no one is really listening or trying to hear other podcasters that can be like, oh, let me, you know, let, maybe let me take their advice. Uh, yeah. Because sometimes it could be solid. And I can understand that other podcasters just really like are just angry about it. <laughs> and, right, and, right. Those, and those are the ones that are like always listened to. So, you know, I remember taking like a really long break. Um, I stopped in October of uh, last year and like didn't start up again until maybe like January because okay. I needed I needed a cool down. I needed to maybe watch other wrestling and like, you know, just get my groove back. So yeah. what I would do is either watch wrestling, um, go outside, spend time with my family, uh, spend time, you know, outside, just walking around, doing different activities. Uh, so that way when you come back, you kind of like are surrounded with good positive energy and you're able to make better assessments. And it's not always like ranty. And then you realize, well, I ranted so much. Like, why do I have to rant again? You know, if no one's really going to listen, just move on to something else and be like, you know, continue that other positivity. Do you have favorite cool down activities? Do you have favorite, like, you know, I'm, I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to scrabble. I'm, I'm going to play video games. Like, what do you do to get yourself back uh, in the game? Video games? Um, what you play? So yeah, so basically, I'm also a gamer too. And aside from the Square Circle podcast, before that became a thing, I am also the producer of Ravage Lance Production, which is me and my boyfriend. We do video gaming together. We um, we did a, a documentary for um, the, the uh, New York Comic Con at one point, you know, to showcase that, and also to showcase like Play NYC, which showcases um, indie game developers here and that. Yeah. So we have our foot in the gaming community as well. But like on the on the downtime, I do play uh, video games and stuff. So like, um, I need to finish like Assassin's Creed. Um, <laughs> I I will turn on like GTA Online, maybe some Red Dead. Um, you know, I I got back into Cyberpunk to get the other endings. So you know, I just play video games from time to time. 
Yeah, I, I feel like everyone has an unfinished copy of Assassin's Creed, some version <laughs> on their platform. I have to get back to that. Woo! Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you had mentioned this a bit before about, about the women's division AEW. A lot's been said about that, but I'll take a step back and not make it too niche. But like, as a content creator who's female, what's been your perspective about having voices in the space, having perspective, having ideas like the ones you just shared a minute ago in the space when it comes to creating your own content? Um, I mean, I love it. Um, I love other people's perspectives. Um, I don't really get upset when someone has a different opinion uh, that's not in line with what I believe because um, I'd rather grow. You know, that's the great thing about having conversations and even podcasts like this where you get to ask me a question, I give you my perspective. And if you have something to, you know, teach me, I'm willing to learn. Like, uh, I'm not going to be nothing. like... <laughs> um, I'm really not going to be opposed to it, you know. Um, I may not like agree with it, but like, you know, if it's a good conversation and we're vibing, you know, I love it. That's why um, all the other podcasters that come out with their own thing or I'm like on their show and stuff like that, I just love um, their perspectives and, um, you know, I let them, ha I let them think what they want to think because eventually, the more perspectives you have the more yeah. knowledge that's out there to learn from everyone else. What's been a win when it comes to your podcast? What's something like recently like, oh man, milestone checks so or retweet yourself on the show. What was a cool moment? Um, I am one that don't really keep milestones or goals. I just do yeah. what I do. But um, recently um, I became press for MOW. So I'm able to go to the shows and, um, you know, um, I guess be part of the media scrums and stuff like that. So I, um, did a review for MOW Fightland and I, uh, basically told my experience and, to, and basically broke down the main event. That video has currently 822 views right now in the span okay. of like, in the span of like maybe like two weeks. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, yeah. I was like, Wow, like thanks guys for giving me those many views. Like I really appreciate it. Uh, that's one of my biggest, um, highest videos. Another one is a New Japan Pro Wrestling video that uh, I talked about the uh, New Japan Cup back in March, where basically it was uh, Jay White versus uh, David Finley in that one. Um, yeah. And that one got like a lot of views too. Um, I don't really remember. I think the last time I checked, it was like 522 views for that right. one. Um, so, you know, those little things I like to celebrate. Yeah. Um, so make sure you guys celebrate your tiny little victories too. Oh, absolutely. And if someone's watching now, man, they, they are passionate about something. It could be from painting to breakdancing to baseball and you jump forward and you're building a platform. You're seeing a wins. What advice would you have for them? Um, just be passionate about it. The more that you're passionate about it and it shows up on your, on your sleeve, you know, quote unquote like that. Um, People will gravitate towards you. Just be a positive person and, uh, you know, just kind kindness. I always say this because, like, you know, there's trolls out there, like, you know, that want to get under your skin and want to tell you how to feel and stuff. You know what you do with that? You kill them with kindness. You just be like, oh, thank you, you know, because those trolls don't know who you are. Those trolls yeah. don't know how hard you work. You yeah. and your friends know how hard you work. So make sure you surround yourself with friends that not only tell you the truth, but to push you. And then you push them and you're like, yo, you got to go do this. Yo, you got to go do that. Hey, are you going to go do this? Like, you know, be there for them. The biggest takeaway is um, to always be your unapologetic self and people will gravitate towards you. The moment you start playing a character, you know, having a gimmick, so to speak, yeah. um, people can see through the bullshit. You know, right. um, I 
the same way that I'm on here, I'm, I'm with everyone else. You know, um, I will be honest with you. I will be straight up with you. Um, and then I will also um, push you to do the best content that you could definitely do. Yeah. Uh, you said before you don't keep milestones in that way, but do you have a bucket list or a checklist or a thing, or are you just taking it day by day, week by week, show by show? I want to say half and half. Okay. okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I I am like, I know that I have um, something that I love, right? Um, if I tend to put goals and milestones to it, I would get overwhelmed because my brain likes to overthink. And that's a very bad thing. And sometimes I can't control that. And then I freak out and then I'm like, oh my God, I can't do it. And then that stops me from producing content because I'm overthinking and I'm like, oh my God, I have to get like these 10 things done. Like, right, if I, if I had like 10 goals, my brain is gonna be like, you have to get all these done and it stops me from doing work. So I kind of like don't make goals. And I'm not saying that's like a bad thing. If no. you guys wanna make goals, you guys can. But like for me personally, <laughs> It, it can stop me in my tracks and that's not a good thing. Right. But sometimes in my head, right? The little voice in my head is like, yo, you got to start doing interviews. Cause I know you want to do interviews. I know you want to no. talk to people. And, and, and my brain is like, yes, you can do it. You're, you're, it motivates me. And then all of a sudden my brain is like, nah, man, what you doing? You're better off talking to somebody. Why you want to do interviews? So it's, it, it's a weird thing to have with my brain. <laughs> for this right. so that's why i was like it's half and half half i right. do have a bucket list the other half is like no you don't you don't right. have a bucket list <laughs> <laughs> well i mean look we're, we're kind of in the end of a pandemic and during i have no idea where we are it's 2021 uh we were locked in for a year and change i mean do you have anything like planned like to go take the show on the road to travel to see new experiences what's what's the outside look like now for you um i would love to travel more to you know basically just like wrestling shows uh to get my reputation up and to uh start doing commentary for uh promotions and whatnot i do have a playlist on my youtube channel for commentary practices because like i I've just been practicing it um aside from wrestling because you guys might think that my whole world is wrestling which is true um if wrestling ever asks me to like get married that's gonna be a straight i do um <laughs> but <laughs> Uh, but other than that, like, you know, I want to travel and experience the world and experience other cultures and experience like, you know, living because uh, yeah. half the time, you know, when you're stuck in a city that demands like 99% of your time, you don't really get the chance to really go out there and experience like other things. So like, you know, um, I would just love to just go outside and walk around, <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. go outside and hang out and meet new people and just experience stuff. Like I really enjoyed uh, leaving New York to go to Philly for uh, the MOW Fightland tapings. Like, that was fucking great. Excuse my yeah. language. Um, I'm, I'm way too comfortable. <laughs> no, it's for okay. creatives. You're creative. You're good. Um, so, like, yeah. you know, yeah. So, basically, that that was really great, especially experiencing the ECW arena and taking yeah. a picture in front of the ECW mural. And I was telling myself that, like, I made it. Like, for me to take a picture in front of that, like, to me, I made it. So, it was just... Me traveling. That's all I want to do. Yeah, I think that that moment where you say you made it is so cool because you will never forget it. It's kind of like the you know that moment for you. You know, yeah, that's amazing, yeah. man. I'm so I'm so glad that you're able to do that. You know, a lot of people talk about what they want to do and they say, "Oh, I had these ideas in my head, but I don't know." And you're actually doing it week yeah. in and week out. W when does your show air? And if someone wants to check it out, how they go about doing that? 
So basically, I don't really have like a set day for when my show airs, right? So what I do is that like once I'm done with my notes, I uh, record my show, I edit it, I upload it. Um, if you are subscribed to like the YouTube side, youtube.com forward slash square circle podcast, if you click that bell notification, you'll get it. If you like the audio version on anchor, if you follow that, um, square circle podcast, of course, um, it's on there. I tried putting it up on my Patreon. I do have a newsletter. You know, if you just want to follow me on Twitter, you can find me there promoting all my stuff every time. (laughs) So I don't necessarily have like a date per se. That's cool, because I, I saw your newsletter is available on your Twitter as well. Your link's here, Patreon. What's your Twitter handle, by the way? So my Twitter handle is at Marie underscore Shadows. That, that right there is branding. Bam. You can't you can't mess it up at all. Marie underscore Shadows. They're all that stuff. Square Circle Podcast comes out whenever news is breaking on that news channel flow. I like that. I respect that. Thank you so much for being on the show, New Amsterdam Radio. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so much for listening to New Amsterdam Radio. Learn more about the show at newamsterdam.com. That's K-N-E-W Amsterdam.com. Until next time, this city is yours.